Welcome back to another episode of Stack of Dice Stackers. As usual, we'll start by talking about dice at diceenvy.com. If you want new dice, and who doesn't, go to diceenvy.com using the link in our show notes and you will be able to buy some dice. The dice themselves will not cost any more for you, but we'll get a small part of what you pay for them and we'll put that right into the show. Check them out, diceenvy.com. Beautiful sets of dice. And they just announced today that they're bringing their frost dice back, the white dice with Mm -hmm. the blue, and it's very striking. Check it out at diceenvy.com. We're also partnered with Battle Bards for the sound effects. Some of the sound effects you'll hear in this show, really quality stuff. And if you check them out at battlebards.com, you'll notice that they have Prime subscriptions available. Sign up for that. And not only will you get streaming access to the sounds and tools that you can use to put together soundboards for your games, but we will also be able to unlock more sounds that we can use in our games and our recordings, and that will help to improve the show. Check them out, battlebards.com. Sign up using our special code of stack, and you'll get a 20% discount. Check them out today. You can contact us in many different ways. Twitter and Instagram, find us at stackodice. Email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Our wiki is vardalon.fandom.com. And we do have a review. Yeah, we got another five-star review from Stealth Suit Stanley. And it says simply, a good time, fun, family-friendly gaming. Give it a try. So if you have not yet left us a review, we'd love to hear from you in that way. Leave us a five-star rating. And if you have the time, please leave us a review because that helps others to find this show. If you're enjoying it, you can really help us out by letting your friends know through a review. Something I did in our off-season was I contacted several other family-friendly podcasts and asked them for just short clips to represent their own shows. And so we will include a few of those. We have a handful, and we'll insert those after this statement Uh, The first one is going to be from Tavern Tales. Uh, Actually, the family-friendly one is Tavern Tales Jr., and he mentions that in his spot. So check them out if you want to hear some kids having fun playing Dungeons & Dragons in a family-friendly environment. In a world where there are hundreds of actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcasts, Tavern Tales is one of them. But if you're a fan of humor, great exposition, and module play, come check out our adventures as we work our way through the tales of the yawning portal, and occasionally a dungeon in a box. Every month we also step back from the table to let our junior crew sit down to tell their story on Tavern Tales Junior. So swing by and grab a seat at the bar as we present Tavern Tales weekly wherever podcasts can be found. The question I have for today, I've posted about this on Twitter, is uh, share a limerick about our game. Who would like to go first? I can. Okay, go ahead, Thane. There once was a dude named Peter who always thought warriors were neater, and such was his aim, and so he became a paladin, enemy beater. Hey. Hey, nice. I like it. Very nice. Meredith. I'm going to save mine for last. Okay, you want to save yours for last? I have one for each of you. Oh. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, here's, here's the thing, you guys. Rhett told me about this assignment this morning at like 6 a.m., and it wasn't until about a half hour before we <laughs> sat down to record that I finally finished one. <laughs> And Michael showed up and wrote 
three or four limerick-ish things (laughs) off the top of his head. And Rhett has written one for each of us. And I'm like, man. And I I, I like labored hard on this thing too. (laughs) You did. You were turning red. Wasn't really. No. (laughs) Okay. There once was a dwarf with an axe with which she would give massive wax. To her enemies foul, oh, how they would howl, and her damage rolls often hit max. Hey, nice. I like that. <laughs> I like that. A wild woodsman named Womberbash once made his home inside an ash. He learned a few things, like how to grow wings, and now he can change in a flash. Dope. <laughs> That's dope. And then for Peter, a capable man of Vasham, tried his best to keep friends from harm, but when pirates sought loot, he just tossed Tira's boots and risked the dwarf lopping his arm. <laughs> nice, nice. You reached back into some deep I episodes. Did. I, I did. did. That's, that's some fun stuff. Yeah. Michael, you want to share yours? I was like, yes. Oh, wait. Oh. Um, yes. There once was a guy named Bash. He dreamt he was eating some mash. He woke with a fright in the dead of night to find he was eating his poo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't even rhyme. Sure, it it's does. It's a twist ending. I know. I know. I'm stating the obvious. Okay, I see what you mean by uh, it's so third grade. Yeah. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. But it's Womberbash too. Of course. Come on. Of yeah. course. Does he just like keep it close to him at all times? He, it said he woke with a fright in the dead of night. <laughs> does he, I mean, it's not does like he was really right? conscious of what he was doing. <laughs> does he sleep right there? But it was mash consistency. You get it? Okay. You get it? There's a lot oh, going oh, on in there. If you study it. Thane, it's, it's why rebels. are you encouraging him to dig into this? Stop. Dig into this. No. <laughs> it's multi-layered. <laughs> yes. They have layers. Onions have layers. <laughs> oh, my God. And Meredith. All right. <laughs> you will not and Meredith. Okay, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'll sing of brave Wump Thump Crack Stump, who died in a crystalline lump. With our heads held up high and a rallying cry, his memory will help us kick rump. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's not I can't as good. take credit for the last line though, because I was having a trouble with the getting getting so, it finished up. So and who gets Rhett the credit for the last line? Red. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed those limericks. Like I said on Twitter, if you're interested in sharing your own limericks, please do feel free to direct message me those, and we'll read those in a future episode. And now on with our show. On with the show. This is it. <laughs> Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Hey, stackers, and thanks for joining us in this ongoing 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and I'm joined by... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbesh Benson, Mom. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. And last time, well, not a whole lot happened, so we'll just cut right into the story. (laughs) 
What? <laughs> no. Uh, after making your way through three more puzzle rooms in the abandoned pyramid, you made your way to the top only to find that Rebek, or Kabir, was in the process of offering Thump to the Reaver Mordant. I just realized Kabir is Rebek spelled backwards. Oh, you just now realized <laughs> no, that? No, honey. <laughs> no, okay. I was, about, I was about to say. The Reaver reached through the portal with his magic, blasting you all, sent Rebek flying off the pyramid, and the rest of you were basically incapacitated. Thump is dead. You see his crystalline form on the altar. Uh, his body turned from its living, breathing self into a chunk of crystal. But he's glowing purple. You did see a light glow of purple within the depths of the crystal. Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Me! The last echoes of the cataclysmic events atop the abandoned pyramid roll off into the distance before they're swallowed up in the foggy recesses of the crater. What will you do? First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to investigate whatever this purplish thing is that's happening to my boy. And then I'm going to find whoever did this. We know who did it. We know who did it. I will find the Reaver Mordant. Make him be. Uh, Tira's just going to walk almost automatically forward and uh, lay a hand on whatever part of the statue she can reach. I was going to say lay a hand on, t- on Thump's face, but she's not going to be able to reach Thump's sure face. Sure you can. Is he's- he standing? No, he's lying down on the oh, altar. Oh, okay. I thought he was standing. Uh, no, he, he's sitting up on the altar, but he's still on the altar. So he's... Okay. You're four and a half-ish feet mm, tall. Four two. Four two. Okay, but you can reach him. Okay. So Tira's just going to walk sort of automatically forward and just reach up and put a hand on Thumb's face and stare. Wamberbash gets up because we were knocked down. Yes. Wamberbash gets up and he's going to wipe his face because he's been like bawling, basically. Mm. So he's going to walk over and he's going to put his hand on like Thumps or the statue's side. I'm going to investigate what this purple thing is. Like, what, what is this purple light? What is it doing? It's very faint and it seems to be coming from deep within the crystal. There's just a very light pulse to it. And it's very slow, but it comes and it goes, it ebbs and it flows. And there's perhaps a bit of warmth. It's hard to tell if the warmth is coming from the fact that you're on top of a pyramid out in the sun, or if it's coming from the crystal itself. Hmm. I bow my head. As you glance down, Peter, to bow your head, you notice the pulse of kind of a reddish-orange light at your knees. I'm going At to find where this light is coming from. It seems to be coming from the sides of the altar. I am looking at the sides of the altar so hard. That may have been some, a detail that was missed when I read it last time. But as you look down, you see a lot of those same letters that were forming around the ceilings of the puzzle rooms. Those same letters are ticking and, and switching on the sides of the altar and they finally tumble into place as letters that you can recognize. And you can see a text taking form around the four sides. What does it say? Ooh, a paper. Ooh, grief. That's a lot Yo. of text. That's what's on the four sides of the altar? That's a lot of text. What are you looking at, Peter? It seems to be some kind of 
song. Uh, what does it say? So first Peter does like around uh, around the mm-hmm. altar and Good. sees that on each of the sides there's different writing. On the first side, uh, the side that we're standing on, Him one, Romaina Bindalar. We hailed the light and sang its glory in olden days, the light that once was whole but now is wrapped in dark. For evil came and split it, though not without first causing harm to itself. Then giant pieces from the stars fell, three and three and three but one, falling to this world and driving out before them the song that once infused all life. The inner life ripped out even though the outer life remained. For we who saw, for we who lived in this day, we wept. We are but shadows in a darkened room, mere ghosts. To truly live once more, we must hope for the two to be restored. In two, Nadeva. So you move down to the end, to the head of the altar, and this is where you see this panel. Sing to me, my love, distract my sadness with memories, or tell me where they lie, these godly shards, that I may desire no more. For in my mind your words have woven a cloth of red and yellow and blue. But these three and three and three but one that mean so much to us, well scattered did they fall, and at their touch the world writhe. To heal the break will mean pain before it ever means comfort. So come to me now, beloved, I will fill your nostrils with perfume, even as you fill my eye, my ears, and my heart. Spin your tail, make my mind light once more. You move to the next side. In number three, Romana Bindalar. Here then, beloved, they fell the three and three and three but one. Of the light, one came to Kazara, the jungle land far to the east. One rested in the golden sands of Kashara, a land that dwells in the very gate of the rising sun. One fell in Duranda in the high lands north of us, where, laugh not, for it is truth, water turns to stone. The last of the light we could not find, a fitting picture. Of the dark, two brothers fell, one far north and east, in Randez of the sky-reaching mountains. Its twin came down not far to the south in Bendida, a high place and remote. The third fell to the center of this vast land, buried well. The last of the dark we could not find a fitting picture. Now the tears fill my eyes and steal my voice. My tale is all too brief. I sorrow that I could not entertain you longer, my love. In the last one, I move to the foot of the altar. Unadeva. Alas, these places are all so far away. Are you a prince of merchants that you can travel to them all to sate your heart with looking on them? Great peril, it seems, would be your lot, indeed the lot of any who travel to such far-flung reaches, where wild beasts dwell in the very land of ours those who walk it. The shards of divinity will always be out of reach, and we are forever changed. Now is my despair darker than before. Do you see my tears that flow for the music that has departed? Yet well I know this tale is brief, nor could I blame your telling of it. Be still, my love, and let us sleep, for only there will we find forgetfulness. Lots to take in. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to look at the paper, you're welcome to, um, <sighs> if that'll help you. Um, but what do you get from that? It's telling us where each of the shards are. Water turns to stone. What are these names? Ram- Ramina Bendalar? And Unadeva? What is that? I don't know. You've never heard them before, Peter, or come across them in any of your reading? I can only guess that they might just be characters in some kind of story. 
prophetic, maybe. So it's as if in him one, we have this character speaking, him two, it's the other one answering back, you think? I believe so. And then him three, back to the first, and him four, back to the second? Yep. All right. Um, this sounds like more a continuation of all the, the, the previous myths and stories we've, been, we've come across of a shattering of the world before as it was and gods and stars falling from the sky. It's hard to remember everything we've learned in the last three days. <laughs> <laughs> no, how, long, how long have we actually been traveling, honey? Uh, I'm good up to episode 15. <laughs> <laughs> you got your timeline up till then, huh? Yep, yep. It's probably yeah. been months at this point, right? Maybe a month. A month or two. What? Yeah. No way. Seriously. We've had to travel long, long distances. Yeah, you have. I would probably say three months at max. I don't want to state categorically yet. It'll take some time to go through the episodes yeah. and, and track the time. You obviously made a lot of headway in the apparatus because mm-hmm. that shot you way ahead mm-hmm. um, and saved you a bunch of time. All right. So uh, how many of those have we found? Well, we've only found one pillar. It is talking about pillars, but that, 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 one, that, um, that myth told us about four pillars, not nine or eight rather. Because it said three and three and three, but one. Yep. So that's eight. Mm-hmm. In Kazara, a jungle land far to the east, the golden sands of Kashara. Golden sands of Kashara. Why, does it sound familiar? It does. Back when, back when I lived in Arden, Physic Humphrey had an atlas that I would look at every now and again. Where was it? Uh, not the Atlas. Where was Kashara? Kashara. It's... I'm thinking it was somewhere to the south. I can't remember, though. <sighs> oh, does anybody else feel like we shouldn't be doing this right now? <sighs> I can't wring my brain into any more information. I can't take in anything else. Peter just stands there. What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to leave Thumb here? Is it possible for us to lift him? And do what? Bury him or something. It, it, it just doesn't feel right to leave him up here. I don't know that I want him buried either. He's so beautiful sitting there. We're going to find a way to bring him back. We saw that true bard back at the pillar and how powerful he was. And if this kind of power resides at the other pillars, there might be a way. All right, let's have a look at the first one. So it lists off the different places where these pillars reside. So we've got Kazara, Kashara, Duranda, and that, that's the ones where the... Um, that's, that's, those are the, the light pillars, I think. Wait, are we sure this is even talking about pillars? Mm-hmm. It was, it's talking about shards of the gods. Well, isn't a shard like a small sliver of something, not a huge pillar? I mean, the previous myth talked about, spoke of pillars. And again, wasn't it only four? 
If we're talking about gods, a shard of a god would be a very large piece. Maybe. And in the one about the, I think it was the butterfly and the dove, I talked about pieces of both light and darkness falling to uh, Vardalon. Crow and butterfly. Crow and butterfly. But all, all of these places that are mentioned in this first hymn are new. I haven't heard of any of those in our previous, in the previous myths we've discovered. It just feels like we keep being led farther and farther and farther. Far to the north where water turns to stone. As in it freezes? Ice, that's what I was thinking. Duranda, that's what, that's what they called it, Duranda. Durand. Durand, Durand, Trand, Trand, what? the the um, it's it's a it's a country far to the north from here, called Trand, known for its very cold winters. And you think that's Duranda? I believe so. All right. So what does that get us? Well, that's one of the places where this where one of these light shards reside. There's also Kazara and Kashara. I, I know where they I know I know where they are, but like should Peter know? Yeah, I think you have spent enough time traveling and I went to Vondide once. Curious about the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. Curious about the world in, in general. So Womberbash, I don't think you would have the exposure. And Tira maybe some through trade, but not not, not a whole much lot. not much outside of Moriga. I've kind of played it off that Physic Comfrey had an atlas. Yeah, that sounds great. In his library, so... That sounds great. Run with it. Kazara sounds a lot like Kazaro, which is a very humid jungle land that I've heard of. There is also Kashara, Golden Sand. My first thought is of Seth Arben, but I'm thinking if it's so far to the east, the Gate of the Rising Sun, it's so-called. I'm thinking it's the islands of Kasara. <sighs> And now for the <laughs> and now for the dark pillars. Tira's about ready to attack the pyramid. No kidding. <laughs> Words are just bouncing off her skull at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like to bounce this axe off of somebody's skull. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Peter is calculating as he reads. Calculating noises. You know, an MP3 of generic computer sounds that they use for movies whenever yeah, right. the computer guy is using the computer. <laughs> and so there are also these three dark pillars that fell. One talks about Rendaz, sky-reaching mountains, and I know that Rindis to the north is a country that is separated in two by a mountain range. Well, also, that seems to fit. That's to the north, and but it's 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 to the northeast, basically on the opposite peninsula from Trand. Um, I pull out the map that mm -hmm. we have, the good old map, which yep. is now considerably more colored in, I, I should assume. Mm -hmm. um, and basically, I point at the two bunny ears at the top of the continent that is <laughs> Vardalon. Edelin. So, Vardalon's the planet. Oh, yeah. right. Edelin. So the, the two bunny ears of Edelin. As, as Peter has taken to calling them. <laughs> the one on the one to the west is Trend, the one to the east is Rindus. Both very far north. 
Uh, then Bendida. That sounds a lot like Vondide to me. And then the last one talks about falling into the center of this vast land. Buried well. Hmm. Could it perhaps be in Moriga? Are you kidding me? That's the, only the key th- to this whole thing is back in our home country? Not the whole thing. Part of the key Why to this whole thing. Why did we start there? Because <laughs> you didn't know. I know it. I know. <laughs> I'm not asking you. <laughs> Shut up, DM. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. Nobody asked your oh, opinion. Wait, you already are. Yeah. <laughs> So that's 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 all six places we know of, and then there are two more that it just it it doesn't know about. But what about the other written works? Uh, I'm gonna start pacing back and forth. She's yeah. having a hard time just processing, you know, mm-hmm. all this trying to make connections and and figuring things out. And she just wants to. She doesn't know what she wants to do about Thumb, but she also knows that she wants to just get back to moving. That standing still is not. It's it's. She, doesn't want to have to think about it too long. Yeah, I'm with you. Womberbash, what are you doing while Thane is doing his shuffling through the various parchments and things? I'm still just standing over there and tears are rolling down my cheek. And um, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I've already lost two people who I consider my friends. Even though Rebek sort of betrayed us, I still had like a hope that we'd be able to find him. And, or, and mm-hmm. I thought he did it because he was being forced. Uh, maybe a little bit more has come to light that maybe he wasn't Maybe if, at first he was a force, but then he was also promised this true bard power. Even though it didn't make much sense to me, I still got the idea that he wanted something. And then my, my, my thoughts immediately go to, well, I've lost these two. What happens if I lose Tira and Peter? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's prompting you to cry even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not really even paying attention to what Peter's doing, honestly. Really disappointed that I can do all this crazy stuff, but yet I'm just not able to actually use it to save anybody. Yeah. Well, while he is calculating, if you want to just go ahead and sit down and at least take a short rest. Okay. Does, I that, can... do, does that do anything for me? Does it give me luck points or does it restore? No. During your short rest, you can use hit dice. Yeah. If you want to use hit dice to restore missing hit points, you I'm, can. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> it is hot up here. The sun is beating down directly above you. Peter, I can see almost, he's sweating profusely as Mm -hmm. he's standing in the sun. He's wearing his armor, for one thing, but he's also just completely wrapped up. Yeah. Before you said that he was sweating profusely, which is why I chuckled when you did say it, the first word that came to my mind was, Peter's just sitting there feverishly going over the documents, and then you said, he's sweating profusely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that too. That's not what I meant by feverishly, but yeah. Maybe I will use my hit dice. Okay. To restore some things. So yeah. do I just the number of hit dice that I have? You can roll one at a time. And, okay. you know, if you max out your hit points, then you don't need to roll anymore. <laughs> you were down that many hit points? Yeah, I had five, five, eight, and 17. Wow. Yikes. Oh, that's right, the 17. That was a sword, right? That was the spear that shot from the wall, I think. No, I, I thought the spear grazed him. Oh, but yeah, like the, the sword. The sword, the sword came, like, right fell down from on the him. ceiling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I'm, in good, I'm in much better shape. Good, good. Womber Bash. Oh, actually, I have two more. <laughs> he rolled two ones. <laughs> Womber Bash has... 
taken shelter in the scant shadow on one side of the altar. Uh, let's say that Thump's tail is hanging down next to you. All right, Thane. I know where all the pillars are. What? I know where the the light pillars are and where the dark pillars are. All eight of them. Really? I do. Yeah, right here. What? We've already been to the one. We've already been to the light pillar that is in Daohuin. Yeah. So we can cross that off. So we only have seven pillars left. Oh, is that all? Yeah, that 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 is literally all. <laughs> we have one in Kazaro. One in Kasara and one in Tran. Those are the three light ones that we need to get. And then we also have the four dark ones. One in Rindis, Vondheide, Moriga, maybe, and Muaka. Which one is closest where we are now? We're in, we're in Rahaj Manoth right now. I would say the closest is... <laughs> the closest one is in Moriga. The closest one is in Moriga? Yep. I was really kind of hoping to save that one for last, because then we could just go home afterwards. We can just go to a different one. Maybe we should start with the farthest one and work our way back. Okay. So which one's farthest? I will go and get the map. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Probably a good idea, Sorry. Yeah. I should have just brought everything down. Uh, I, I noticed for the first time that what Bash is doing, mm-hmm. and as I see him sitting there... Kind of, I'm going to say your cheek is maybe resting up yeah, against it is, it is, it is. the end of Thump's crystalline tail and some of the irritation and frustration uh, I've been feeling sort of ebbs away and I slump a little bit and I'm just going to walk over to where Thump is and just sit down right next to him. What do you do as you sit next to him? If you want to use hit dice, you can now too. Um, but if you want to I'm say not, anything... I'm not in that bad of a shape, okay, really. Okay, gotcha. I can wait for the long rest. Um, so I kind of slide down. Cause it's, I'm, I'm, what I'm imagining is sort of a big rectangular, almost like a sarcophagus or something mm-hmm. that, that Thump is on top of. Yeah, with a flat top on it. Yes, and flat sides i'm assuming Mm -hmm. so i'm just kind of like lean back against it slide to a sitting position with my back against the side that the same side that he is on stare straight ahead for just a moment and then turn my head to bash you okay i'm afraid i'm gonna lose you guys too you don't have to worry we're not going anywhere we're always going to be together yeah but i didn't think thump was gonna die either but he's gone he's not really gone i don't understand we have to we have to go on without him for now but he told us he told us to go save we need to do what thump asked us to do and that way we can take him with us what am I going to do if something happens to you or Peter? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen to me. <laughs> I don't know about Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's <laughs> Peter's dead. probably going to yeah, die. Peter's going to be the one that dies. <laughs> um, no, you can cut that out because I didn't know what to say. Wamarbesh, Peter's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you know? He's a ghost. Like, what the? <laughs> We've been talking to him this whole time. We can't worry about that. We can't go through the rest of this mission worrying about that. 
How are we even going to get to these places? I'm so thing? tired of traveling. Every time we get somewhere, we're like, yay, new information. And we get we read the information that's like, oh, yeah, go to this far-flung country that no one's ever heard of. What's going to happen to me if I lose you guys? What could happen to us with you watching our back? Come on. We're going to be okay. Let's go see what Peter's found out. I was watching Stump's back. I was watching Rebeck's back. Rebeck made his own choices. You know I'm never going to let you down, and Peter's never going to let you down. She's been listening to that song. You just call. Oh. No, never gonna give never you gonna up. Never gonna give you up. Never oh. gonna let you down. <laughs> never gonna oh, run you just get Rick rolled. You. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. So as Peter pulls out the map, whoosh, he begins pouring over that. Now he's he's rolled up all the other parchments and things, put them away, pulled out the map in their place, and he is scanning it over, looking intently at all the various places listed. All right, let's see this map, Peter. Where's the furthest away? All right, so I can't really tell by eyeballing it, but it looks like the furthest away would either be Rindus or Kazaro. Are those dark towers or light towers? Rindus is dark, Kazaro is light. Do you feel like jungles or mountains? Well, actually, well, Kazaro is a bit of both. It's got a big old mountain in the middle. I mean, Tira's going to say mountain, obviously, but... Um, let's get the most unpleasant out of the way first. Let's go to the jungle. Okay. From one jungle to another. Jungle to jungle. jungle Tim to Allen jungle. classic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going there next. But really, what are we going to do? And Peter, Peter sounds like he's about, he's going to finish the sentence, but he decides not to voice... It and just kind of like leaves the question hanging open. I don't want to leave Thump here any more than the rest of you do. I'm staying. You guys go. No, Bash. We stay together. I, I can't leave him here. Who's going to protect him? Who's going to watch over him while, while you guys are gone? I, I, I'll stay here. You can't stay. The stag said that the three of us need to stay together. Where is the stag? We haven't seen him in a long time. No, we haven't. How are you going to protect us if you stay here? We need you. You'll be better off without me. I was trying to protect the other two and look what happened. Peter, help me out here. All right, Tira kind of, she shakes her head a little bit, not like real big, just kind of imperceptible little head shake, clears her throat. And it's feeling like, kind of has to take command here. Listen. I'm hurt just like both of you, but we have our mission in front of us. If, if we stop now, what's it all been for? We need to, move, we need to keep moving. We need to go. I'm just going to say, Bash, you're going to come with us or I'm going to roll charisma against you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, I don't either. It's just the, the person who's pretending to be me said that. Did so. you say you had chorizo? What? All right, I'll go. He <laughs> dangles some food. Yeah. Yeah, Tira switches tactics. Bash, I still have a shrimp and rice. <laughs> How? Come here, come num num cookies. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll go for a minute. <laughs> just, 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 just a little, little bit. Thane, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to try something? <laughs> I mean, just talk something out and then we'll let you role play it. 
Did you ever have a dream that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I can say anything really. Well, seriously, just talk it, talk I'm, it out, out outside of Peter. Try to convince me to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. What would what okay. do you know of Womberbash that could appeal to his sense of duty to the to the two of you? We've been given this task, Bash, and this task is greater than any of us. We're not fighting for ourselves. We're not traveling for ourselves. We're not going through all this peril for ourselves. We are doing this for Edelin, maybe even Vardalon, who knows? We've heard over and over again the servants of this guy, the Reaver Mordant, that they are trying to bring back some guy named Indatis. And if I know anything about the theology and about the, the old legends, if Indatis is brought back, the, there's going to be nothing left. Everyone is going to suffer this fate or something. It's hard, I know. I don't want to leave Thump here. I don't want to have to either bury him or leave him up here. I don't want to walk away, but I know that this is greater than me and is greater than you. It is greater than us. This is for everyone. Because if we don't do this, who will? You had me at hello. (laughs) (laughs) I never even said that. (laughs) That was well done. That was good, buddy. Okay, I... Can you, I'm not, I don't know if it'll help, but can you like say a, a something to your God to like watch over a thump or something before we leave? Vasham does not ordain over that, but I will, I, I know a God who does. You lost me. No, wait, no. <laughs> I know a God who does. Hang on a second. What were the gods? <laughs> I need, I need to know which God is domain over, I don't know, protection. You have or 10 seconds. Something about, something about <laughs> preserving the dead. <laughs> Wikipedia search. Wonder what these experience points are gonna look like. Three, four, is no. You guys like, got one for taking forever. <laughs> for talking. Anything else? Okay. The ones that seem like they would fit are the circle of life. You have mm-hmm. Valen, the goddess of growth, plenty, and agriculture. Vanuar, the goddess of birth and beginnings, and Visham. There's the circle of light, god of the sun, sky, and honesty. Mm, wait, what was his name? Ardan. Ardan. That's who the paladin. Radiance. Yeah, radiance. That's who radiance worshipped. Uh, okay. There's Ardaman, god of knowledge and discovery, which doesn't sound right. And Ardanel, goddess of the moon, stars, and travel. And then in the suite of disharmony, there's the circle of death. There's Inferos, dead and wealth. Inshamath, decay and disease. Inshakal, goddess of pain and suffering, which maybe a prayer to her would be to prevent that. Can't really feel anything, though. I think I, I, think I know who. Okay. I'm going to pray to... Oh, there is uh, Datrama, uh, the goddess of despair and sadness. Well, I'm praying over Thump. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm, I'm going to pray to Arden. <sighs> Arden, mighty lord of the skies, the golden one who rides above. I ask that you ever shine favorably over this fallen warrior, and that forever your golden rays warm him. And don't let his purple light go out. And don't let his purple light go out. 
I'm hungry. Bash is hungry. <laughs> Does anybody have any food? Do you have <laughs> any food? May I have one, please? <laughs> you can have them both. Thank you. I give them my ancient shrimp and rice rolls. <laughs> <laughs> they're a little squashed. They're a little, yeah. <laughs> but they're still tasty. Wait, are they? <laughs> they're from, they're yes. from Dalton. Well, we've only been on the road for two days, so... <laughs> And I can finally erase those dumb things off my sheet. <laughs> Cleaning up the inventory. Yeah, right. All right, here we go. Down below, on the cracked and dried earth of the fortress's inner courtyard, the dust settles around a still and broken form. All is quiet here, save for the distant stirring of the heroes up above. Then, from the inner shadows of the pyramid, up on the platform where the statue stands, a large figure stirs and slinks forward. As it passes into the sunlight, the dappled coat of Bernard, the giant hyena, comes into sight. The wet nose snuffles low to the ground as the beast zigs and zags toward Rebek's crumpled form. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Once Bernard gets to Rebek, he sniffs tentatively, then whines and sits, sending another small plume of dust into the air. The great head swings side to side, sniffing the air, then dips to nuzzle the twisted body before him. The large jaws open, apparently ready to start pulling at the exposed flesh when there's a creaking sound. Rebek's arm swings more quickly than seems possible, catching the hyena on the side of its head. Bernard yelps and dances sideways, shaking his head as though to clear it. He then settles down into a defensive position, growling more dangerously in his throat but he doesn't dare move out of his position. With a low groan that seems to emanate from deep within, Rebek's body lifts almost like a marionette on strings into a kneeling position, head creaking as he takes in his surroundings. The lifeless eyes sweep the courtyard, flickering only slightly as they pass over Bernard, who now whimpers and slinks back toward the pyramid. Rebek's gaze follows the creature, and then, without so much as a twitch in his face, raises both hands toward the hyena. The motion reveals a gaping, charred hole in his chest. As his hands move jerkily in front of him, a sickly green arrow forms in the air, hovers for a moment, then hurtles forward, striking the hyena. The beast howls and stumbles into the shadow, and then dissipates. Apparently satisfied, Rebek turns his impassive face southward toward the open gate, still moving jerkily, lurching forward. His feet are turned out oddly, his legs bend where they shouldn't, but with a touch of his hand, they seem to become whole, and he picks up speed. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Oh my goodness. Ah, Zombie Rebek? Oh no. Ah. And he's mega powerful now too. That's Zembeck. Zbeck. Oh. All right. So let's talk experience points. We have some interesting experience points to give out. Um, We do. All we did was talk about stuff. And that's fine. That was necessary in this episode to try and make sense of things, to try and uh, to to bring some things into, put things back into motion. Yeah. uh, But also to make sense of what you're learning. Uh, So I want to give a blanket three experience points for each of you. And then I want to open it up for 
Norse battle. And I think we have a lot of good things to talk about. That's where the experience points mm-hmm. are really going to come in. I like how Tira was uh, impatient and um, irritable. I think that's more of her character. She'd mm-hmm. be like, look, I'm done with this. This is this is crazy. Yeah, after all the loss yes, and after, yeah, yeah. like you, she feels powerless, I'm sure. Yeah. And so there's that. I'm going to keep that in mind. Any other Tira nominations? Oh. I liked the conversation you had with Womber Bash. Um, I like that you basically plumped down beside him mm-hmm. and were, you were trying to buck him up. So I like that. Any other Tira nominations? I can't think of any other than the, um, the role-playing that mm-hmm. Michael already brought up. So I'll, why don't you take two for playing Tira so well? Okay. What about Womberbash? Yeah, I wanted to get Womberbash mm-hmm. for his role-playing as well. He won for just his immense and very very telling sorrow for uh, the loss of Thump and also for him starting to question himself, you know, that whole internal crisis of, you know, what use is my power? What, what use do I serve if the people I care about are going to get hurt anyway? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like Peter throwing out some uh, charisma. I like, I was going to say the prayer to Arden was great. I loved it. When, when Bash is like, and don't let his purple light go out. And Peter and all series is like, and, and didn't even try to reward it. Didn't even try to make it more impressive. Just, and don't let his purple light go out. I was like, aw. Yeah. That was so great. And then making sense of the songs. Yes. yes. I mean, yeah, that, that, that. If it weren't for Peter, down, we, I should have. I'm going to advocate you should get 10 points. I should have mentioned that to Bash when we were like talking. So listen, dude, we can't split up, man. <laughs> we have to have Peter. So yeah, Thane needs a truckload of points. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, I'd be stuck here. Yeah, for real. I mean, well, first of all, my character wouldn't even care about this stuff right now anyway. Right, right. Um, so I wouldn't have even thought about it. I'd still be sitting up there. So, Yeah. I mean, we still are sitting up there. No, but you know what I mean. He, yeah. he wouldn't even be thinking about what's my next we move. Now He'd know, just be like, I'm just going to sit yeah. here by thump until I turn to dust. Yeah. Do you want to say 10? I, yeah, I'd say 10. Yeah, let's around 10. Let's oh go with 10 goodness. experience We'd points. We'd be stuck here without it. All right, let's hear that recap then. Oh, oh my gosh, okay. give me a second. I'm gonna. <laughs> I've got tons of things to add. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, I guess that means I'm back in last place. <laughs> All right, Tira Ironstag is 53 points into level 7. Womber Bash is 55 points into level 7. Wait, what? 55 points. Ooh. Peter is 59 points into level hey. 7. Yeah. Very well done. I liked it. I, I liked the interactions, and I, I hope you did too. Oh, I did. And uh, it was really neat to see Peter use that charisma for mm-hmm. some good things. That was really well done. I liked the reasoning. And kind of taking charge. Yeah. I just wanted to be like, what's the point? And Bash was like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was in a much more subdued way. <laughs> he yeah. was like, what's yeah. the point? So well done, and we will see what happens next here at Stack of Dice. Apex's not dead? Oh, come on. What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to leave Thumb here? Is it possible for us to lift him? And do what? Careful with the thumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Bury him. <You> said thumb. <laughs> Way to break the mood. <laughs> Thank you.
I don't want to leave Thump here any more than the rest of you do. I'm staying. You guys go. No, Thump. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That was Too soon? That, Would yeah. you just call me? <laughs> <laughs>